What's up, everybody, and welcome in to Sports Talk with me, your girl, Whitney B. This is Season 2, Episode 14, y'all. I am so excited to talk about today um, the draft. I'm going to talk about the draft today. I got a few more updates to talk about, so without further ado, y'all, let's get this show started. Yes, yes, yes. I've been really wanting to do the show since Thursday. Well, I guess really Friday, but then the draft was all weekend, started Thursday, went on through um, Saturday. I literally, y'all, I'm two for two when it comes to picking these first round draft picks. Last season, I told y'all the Lions was going to draft Suell. People were telling me, no, he will not fall to the Lions. This season, I've been yelling for Aiden Hutchinson since Aiden was playing. Listen, I'm going to pat myself on the back. I can do that, but let's congratulate the Lions for an excellent draft. I don't know if I want to start with the draft or end with the draft. I'm just going to hit it in with the draft. Let's talk about some things that happened around sports for a minute um last week the red wings fired their hair coach the head coach um jeff blashell i don't know if this shocked anybody i mean it might have shocked jeff i mean i don't even think it shocked jeff i i think it was like a what do they call it two-edged sword like if he would have been fired Okay, but if not, okay, like, people would have been like, okay, well, he got another season. You know, let's see what he do. If next season is like this season, though, you know, he would have been fired the next season anyway. Um, Steve Eiserman, he's literally been with the organization for forever. And you kind of really can trust the way, you know, he's moving and the way things are coming about. For Steve, um, I think after Joe Dumars picked Darko Milicic, wanted everybody to ride with Darko, Darko, Darko over um, Carmelo Anthony, like people started to question his ability to actually manage the team, if that's what you want to call it. I think everyone trusts Steve. So we like, okay, they still in the middle of a rebuild. We're going to see what happens. I'm hoping that the um, Red Wings actually go back to the Stanley Cup when it. I was very young the first time, and then I was kind of like teen the second time. I'm not that old, but I remember the first time. I can go back to remember the first time the Red Wings won the Stanley Cup, and it was like crazy, you know, in Detroit and downtown and just how – like sports in general just bring people together. I don't want to say for no reason, but it's just like no drama. You know, oh, we're going to come together. Everybody is just having a great time. Like I remember when the World Series was downtown. And even though they lost this year, it was like so electrifying down there. Like I just love it. This was where my love for tailgating come. 
I love people. Like, I love just being able to walk up to random people's barbecues that smell good and get a bride. Like, I don't know. It's so nasty, too, because, y'all, I am not a potluck person at all. Like, y'all going to have a potluck and invite me. I'm going to bring the napkins. I'm going to bring the plates. And to be honest, I can cook, but because I don't expect to eat other people's food, I don't expect them to eat mine. So if you ask me to cook, I will. But other than that, I'm going to sign up to bring juice and other things like that because I already know I don't want nothing. I'm just something about people talking over the food and all of that that just really does something for me. So it's different, though. (laughs) Tailgating, I don't know, maybe because... I've been drinking already, and it's just something about seeing the food come off the grill and dipping it out of a plate at the potluck. But I will walk up to a random grill like, hey, it looks done. (laughs) Let me get some, especially for the people who be having the peppers and onions and stuff. But I digress. Um, So the Red Wings is looking for a new head coach. I wonder how long it's going to take them to find one. I don't know. I don't know if they already have a candidate. I have not been watching too much um, hockey. I have caught a few games this season, but we'll see. Jeff Blasio is out, and the hunt for a head coach is on. Um, I did read an update, too, earlier that Joe Dumars got, like, a a promotion in the, in the NBA he has like a uh, vice president of operations position. And I was like, what? I was reading from one of my favorite sports journalists, uh, Corey. He had posted about the update he heard about as far as Joe Dumars getting a VP role or a higher role. He has like a very high role. I should have really wrote it down. Um, But when I saw this, I was like, did the M- NBA really make him VP? Like... At a whole NBA after his tenure here with the Pistons, like, whew, I really, I didn't even, you know, the, the point is I never had to doubt anything Corey has posted. So when I saw it, I was like, this can't be true. But then when I looked again, I was like, oh, damn, Corey posted it. Whew, I hope this was like rumor. Like maybe they thinking about it or something. I don't know. I just feel like Joe Dumars is one lucky SLB because what why like who what I again Joe Dumars lost all credibility when he bought Darko Milicic to the Pistons the Pistons did win or whatever you know under him so good for that but I mean I don't know I I just I want to know who else was up for the job as well um I just have a lot of questions about that, if that's true, because, I mean, okay, but congratulations for Joe, but I don't know. Another good thing I saw was the U.S. is now finally looking to bring Brittany Greener, Greener, y'all know how to say her last name. They finally ready to step in, intervene with the Russian court system and bring her home. Justice for Brittany, she has been detained for about 75, 76 days now. It all started when it was like the first talks of Russia going to war with Ukraine. I guess somehow Americans was trying to get Americans was trying to get out of Russia. And they detained Brittany, said she had some vape cartridges 
in her bag at the airport for everybody who don't know the story. So she like, what? You know, I don't even know. Her wife is like, really like, this is false. This is not right. You know, blah, blah, blah. So finally the other day, it seemed that what happened was they changed her status of imprisonment, if that's the correct form of turn or whatever. And now the U.S. is like, no, this is wrong. Like, we have to do something because she has, she's basically being illegally detained. So what the government is now doing is trying to negotiate with Russia um, to get her home. I'm hoping that it happens sooner than later. I don't know if these negotiations is going to become political because outside of, you know, this situation dealing with Britney, Russia is still dealing with the war in which America is seeming to want to send more money and guns to Ukraine. So is this going to be like leverage for the war, which is a question of mine because it's like negotiate, like what are we negotiating here? Like this is wrong, bring her home. But if this is the proper thing to do to bring her home and especially safely, I'm all for it. I hate that it took so long for the U.S. to finally step up. But finally, one thing we can say is finally, the United States of America is doing something to assist her in coming home. And hopefully this brings, you know, a little bit of ease, a little bit of comfort and everything to her wife because um, this is it's wrong. Okay, y'all, I did just find it real fast. Um, he had posted that Joe Dumars is the new executive vice vice president and head of basketball ops for the NBA. That's a big role, though. That's a big role for Joe. I just wanted to correct myself and um, actually give y'all the um, his title and all of that. So I'm moving right along because I'm really trying to get to this draft talk. And talk about the Lions because why not? We love the Lions. DeAndre Hopkins is the wide receiver um, over in Arizona. He plays for the Cardinals. Um, the Cardinals actually went 11-6 and six last year. Um, they started off hot, like burning hot. Um, only undefeated team in the league for like 10 weeks. Like they really started off hot and then boom. Yeah, they lost everything else after that. I don't know. Kyler Murray, you know. At the end of the day, so DeAndre Hopkins is suspended for six grand, six games um, for using, I guess, performing enhancing drugs. They didn't say which one was in the system, but I'm assuming steroids. Uh, who knows? So he come out with um, a statement basically saying that he is shocked. Like he couldn't believe that this was found in his system. It was a drug test. Um, from way back when. Actually, let me just read y'all his statement word for word. In my 10-year NFL career, I have never tested positive for using performance-enhancing drugs. Performance-enhancing drugs. To learn that in my November test came back with trace elements of banned substances, I was confused and shocked. I am very mindful of what I put in my body and have taken the holistic approach, so I'm working with my team to investigate how this could have happened. But even as careful as I've been, clearly I wasn't careful enough. For that, I apologize to the Cardinal fans, my teammates, and the entire Cardinal organization. I never want to let my team down. 
I fully intend to get to the bottom of this. As soon as I have more information, I will share it. So he seems super confused, you know. It takes me back to the young lady who um, couldn't run. Okay, not Sha'Carri Richardson, but the other girl, they said they found PD in her system, and she was talking about she had some pork. And, you know, this is what this reminds me of because he, like, I didn't even know what I ate. I didn't know what I did. I'm holistic. You know, this is not right. But then it confused me a little bit because he was just like, all right, see y'all, you know, in week seven since it's a six-game suspension. But to me, it's like if we're going to investigate this, we're going to get to the bottom of it. And the season does not start for several – well, you know, I'm not going to say several months, but you get it. We're months away from the start of um, even, like, camp. So are we not going to investigate this and then you come – you know, like, they can come back. He can come back. I mean, again, the Cardinals went 11-6 and six last season. With him, they were, about like, 8-2. and two. I think without him, they were 3-5. and five. They did trade for Marquise Brown from the Ravens, which I can't even believe the Ravens really let him go. But And they did do good in the draft this um, year, so the Ravens is probably not going to choke over the loss of their star wide receiver. Um, but... Uh, the Colonel's like, okay, so they have Marquise Brown and, and AJ Green for, I mean, but is, I, I was about to call the man Cardinal. What's his name? Kyler Murray. Is he even going to play? Like, I'm so confused at some of these teams and what's going on at the teams because, like, the Saints didn't draft a quarterback. You know, a couple of teams – we'll talk about that. That may be later in the draft segment, or we could just talk about that another show. But I, I'm not sure what's going on in, in Arizona. I don't know who who, who the quarterback is going to be throwing to these receivers anyway. So DeAndre being out might be best for him because now I'm not potentially hurting myself again. And, I mean, it's questionable. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. Y'all know I'm always following some kind of court information. Um, I even looked for the update today for um, Alvin Kamara to see how his court stuff was going with the little fight in the elevator um, during Pro Bowl. No updates yet. We followed Deshaun Watson. I'm still confused on the Deshaun Watson situation. Again, I reported he was traded. He played with the Browns now. He's in a good division. Um, I'm I'm still going to stand by he's not getting suspended. I don't see them suspending him. He set out literally all last year over this. It's still, like, questionable. I'm confused. I think we all are. I mean, to be honest, we just – we don't know. You know, basically it's like, oh, if he gets suspended. But – Again, like, it's it's still a win because he's still going to get paid. It's not like he's not suspended without pay. Like, I don't know if it's the millennial in me or what, but I I would not, you know, object to being suspended with pay. It's like vacation. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, suspension, it don't sound as good as vacation, but if nothing is going to really happen behind the suspension, please, by all means, suspend me with pay. 
Um, so more to my favorite part. Again, I'm going to pat myself on the back. I am going to gloat. I'm I'm gonna be like this for at least a while. <laughs> Maybe until I don't know. So just bear with me. I'm so happy Aiden Hutchinson is with the Lions. I really, really wish we could have drafted David Ajabo too. Um, but it's okay because we got Josh Pascoe. Okay. The Lions did the most unlions thing this year in the draft. This one draft, um, what do they call it? Draft class, pickings, whatever the proper term is for y'all and whatever term you want to use, insert term there. But this was the most unlions thing they did when they moved up from 32 to number 12, Trey with Minnesota. Now, I don't know if once the Lions made their choice, if the Vikings was like, shit. But the Lions picked, moved up from number 32, 20 spots to number 12 to select Jamison Williams out of, <coughs> excuse me, Alabama wide receiver. Um, he was the number one receiver until he got hurt in the game. Um, I believe the two from Ohio may have jumped over him, Olave. I can't think of the other one's name, but I would have still called him the number one wide receiver on the board. My goal or what I wanted the Lions to do was to go all defense. The Lions definitely went all defense and wide receiver and the best wide receiver in the class, two top um, defensive ends in Aiden Hutchinson and Josh Pascoe. They also drafted a safety. Actually, I will give you guys the rundown in chrono chronological order um, from the top to the bottom at number two, Aiden Hutchinson, defensive end. At number 12, uh, wide receiver Jamison Williams. At number 46, defensive end Josh Pascoe. At number seven, safety Kirby Joseph. At number 177, tight end James Mitchell. At 188, Linebacker Malcolm Rodriguez at number 217, linebacker James Houston, and at 237, cornerback Chase Lucas. Every major sports outlet, pro professional, um, professional football focus, ESPN, NFL, across the board, the Lions have a grade A draft. So once again... We can't make this up. <laughs> like, this literally is amazing. And I was like, even at my daughter's track meet, like, oh, my God, I'm going to miss the draft. It was like forever. It doubled in kids this year. So it's like so many heats. And it's like, what are we doing? So when I, I literally like just made it home. Like, whew. Eee. When the Lions caught their pick now I already kind of knew once you know Walker went number one I was like okay okay here we go but you still never know you still never know especially because Kavon Thibodeau he's somewhere on TV with his buff song it was like this rumor that he like literally was already 
told by the Lions he was going to be their pick. And I'm like, you know, I I just was worried, you know. But, no, they did what needed to be done. When I look at the lineup of young guys versus the guys from last season that was drafted versus the guys that were already on the team when Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell came in, the guys that they let go, and what they're building here. First thing, one of the first things that Dan Campbell said is he wants to play aggressive. He wants to be aggressive. He wants to bite kneecaps. And they are really bringing in those players. Like, they're bringing in the players that fits where the Lions say they want to go. It's not like, oh, we want to have this team, but then they're making the wrong decisions in the draft and in free agency. Many people was like, oh, I can't believe the Lions didn't draft um, a quarterback. Like, why? You know what I'm saying? Like, if if golf is here, we got to pay him. He got to play anyway. Like, yeah, I mean, you can play, pay, get somebody on the to sit on the bench, but let's address the need on the team now. You know, like, while we have a, a, a right now, play now quarterback, we need to put these pieces around him. And it's crazy because it's people who complain about Oh, Matthew Stafford didn't have no pieces. And, oh, Goff couldn't do this because he didn't have any pieces and weapons and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, they addressed these situations, but now it's, oh, we needed a wide receiver. We needed um, a quarterback. And it's like, do we not pay attention to what the Lions do, you know, on their offseason? Because they did just pick up a few one-year deals. Um, Reynolds came over in the middle of last season. They signed DJ Chark. Um, they still have Hawkinson. They just put another tight end on the board. And I do understand why they drafted a tight end because Hawkinson is questionable. Like, he's great when he's on the field, but when he's not, you know, especially with the fact that, you know, he was hurt so much last season and then they double him because he is such a good tight end. So now, you know, where do you fit? you know, what do you do? Like, Amarat St. Brown is definitely going to get way more reps, way more looks, you know. It's going to be a lot different. I don't see – I understand, you know, Blau shit or Boyle or – I don't know who they're going to have play back up. Neither one of them is good. I'm hoping Jared Goff doesn't get hurt. Um, this was really his most injury prone year in his whole career. So I'm just hoping with the help, like he got a great line. The offensive line was good. I think it was defense that really needed to be addressed. Um, I'm also happy. I saw Jeff Okuda. He posted, um, I believe it was last week about how he been the bus basically because he have, and he know he about to have his breakout, um, year his breakout season coming up and all of that and I'm I'm happy to see that I'm I'm really 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 super interested in hard knocks like I'm gonna try not to talk about it every single week but it's just I really I'm interested in just seeing how the team gel and practice how they respond to Dan Campbell for real you know um I'm really looking forward to seeing Jamar Williams light the um locker room up 
But in all in all, it's just, I think this is a new team. I think the Lions is definitely heading in a different direction. I think this, um, the general manager that we have in Brad Holmes is amazing. I really see the staff um, and the organization actually taking its job serious and really wanting change. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that it wasn't this same old Lions mentality and doing, you know, just making crazy moves in the draft because they could have drafted a kicker. You know what I'm saying? Like, just something you literally did not hear them express the need for in um, the whole season. And that's what the Lions usually do. But this season, you know, this year, last year, they literally have been nailing the draft. And it's making me so happy to be a Lion. Like, it almost makes me happy that I did not jump off the bandwagon. You you would never really hear me say, I hate the team. I'm done with the Lions. And there's so many people that's like that, like, oh, this has been my team for so long, but they can't win, so I just want to jump on another winning team's bandwagon, which is fine. You know, do you, but that has never been me. And it makes me proud to have held on all of this time to actually see, like, a, you know, a, a step forward, like a move in the right direction, I shall say. I think that... I'm just excited. Like, I just think that the team is really molding itself and gelling itself into something. And I'm not saying that Jared Goff is the future quarterback of the Lions, but in what we saw from the draft and what we seen the Lions have picked in the draft, I think that the moves that they made were correct because if we we can get the team and we know that these are the – the players that fits in these puzzle pieces, then if the last piece we have to select as a quarterback to get us, you know, to the playoffs or to the Super Bowl, then we're there. But I honestly feel like this team this year can get into the playoffs. Um, wild card, yeah, but I think that they will just get a, a regular spot. Call me crazy, call me stupid, that's fine. Say what you got to say, do what you got to do. But in my most honest opinion, I think – this is at least a eight nine win team this season, and I don't know. Like the NFC itself, and I said this before. Like the NFC is really weak, but the AFC is. Oof, it's gonna be hard. If the Lions was in the AFC, I would just really be like, I don't know. But we're not in a tough division, you know. Green Bay is still contenders, even though it's questionable over there. Chicago, I mean. I don't even know what they drafted or what, how, I don't, poor Justin Fields, like this, what I do know with Justin Fields is probably in his head, like this is nothing like Ohio State, (laughs) this is absolutely nothing like what he is used to playing in college, and then it's like the team, he, he gonna spend another year running up and down the field, that's all, that's it, boom, Minnesota, I don't need I think the Lions are better than Minnesota. I think that they have better players, I shall say, than Minnesota. Um, they have a new organization and coaching and um, general manager over there, so I don't know what and how the players are responding to this this guy. And, you know, we just have to wait and see. But I think that the Lions have an advantage over Minnesota. Um, so I think our toughest opponent would be Green Bay. 
And I mean, I, honestly, we can really win. We can beat Green Bay. Like I, I would love to see the Lions compete for the division. It may not be this year, but definitely next year. Like this is where I honestly see the team going. And I know I say that all the time. So it's hard to really hold on to these words because, you know, when you know the Lions is losing, you just still want to have that faith. But if I could take back all them times before and just make it count this time, y'all, let's make it count this time because I don't know. Like, I don't know. And I'm just so happy for Aiden Hutchinson. Like, this man really, like, wanted it. You saw it. Like, he worked for it. He was injured. He came back, you know, worked his butt off. I know Michigan is really going to miss them. Before I end the show, though, I believe Naylor, um, Jason Naylor, I believe that's how you say it, Jason Naylor. I know it's Naylor. One of my favorites over at Michigan State University. He was a wide receiver. He was drafted, I believe, to Minnesota. Kenneth Walker, the running back, the everything for them, he was drafted to Seattle. Um, and so I just, I'm happy for them over at Michigan State. Um, I, I don't know. I, it's so funny and weird to me when I just applaud Michigan State because I literally have never, ever, 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 ever been a fan. Doing this show, I tell y'all have turned me into a unbiased character and... It almost wanted me, like, I got sick in my mouth when I was about to be like, oh, I'm looking forward to watching the team next year. (laughs) And I am because I have to talk about it, and I want to just see. Like, I want to see, you know, how to coach, you know, what he do. Even over in Michigan, like, I want to see how the coaches, you know, work with these players that they had next up. Like, is it going to be, like, the same team or – would a team struggle a little bit? I'm not sure. Like, and then it was like weird with the coaching staff over in Michigan with like talks of Jim Harbaugh leaving and what was going to be like the future of the program and stuff. So I'm not even sure if he still has like that respect in the locker room. I don't know, but it's, I'm interested to see how all of this is going to play out in the coming, um, coming days for both Michigan and Michigan State as far as football, but definitely for the Lions. Um, if I could give some updates, you know, Mother's Day is this weekend. So don't forget, if you're listening and your mama, um, you ain't got your mama nothing and she ain't told you what she want, better ask her quick, order on Amazon, they quick, um, and you good. But Mother's Day is coming up. We also have, and we're a couple of weeks away from the big match with um, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. I'm excited to watch it. I actually saw a commercial for it the other day, and I was like, oh, look at this. I'm talking about this on my show. But anywho, so y'all, remember to mark your calendars for that. That is also coming up. Um, thank you again to everybody who watch, listen, comment, Hit me up and all of that for the show. I appreciate all of you guys. And we are growing. So thank you guys for just sharing it and telling your people about it because I see the numbers and I appreciate all of y'all. I'm going to be back next week. We out. (laughs) 